Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today, we're going to begin a new book, the book of Philemon. I'm going to introduce it, but first I want to say congratulations for reading through the book of Titus with me. It's been an awesome journey so far. Just keep up the good work and keep moving forward and keep the faith. God will bless you. All right, I'm going to introduce Philemon. Introduction. Onesimus is a desperate slave who has wronged his master. Philemon, in ancient times, slaves were crucified for lesser offenses than his. He had run away to Rome, where he found through Paul's salvation in Jesus Christ. In gratefulness, Onesimus has been serving Paul. He has repented, but he has not made restitution. Paul is sending him back to his master with this letter, asking Philemon to forgive and accept Onesimus as a fellow brother in the Lord. This postcard provides a glimpse of Paul's affectionate heart, reminding us of our forgiveness in Christ, which we should now extend to others. Vital Statistics Author Paul the Apostle Date written around A.D. 61, during Paul's imprisonment in Rome. Purpose to convince Philemon to forgive his runaway slave and accept him as a brother in Christ. Theme Forgiveness Day 343, December 8th. Philemon, Forgiveness in the Church. Overview. Philemon is the shortest and one of the most personal of Paul's letters. Paul has befriended Onesimus, a runaway slave and new convert to Christianity. Now Onesimus must deal with his obligations to his former master, Philemon, who is also a Christian. Paul sends Onesimus back with a brief note in which Paul appeals for leniency based on love. Philemon's love for Paul and God's love for Philemon. Knowing the reality of Philemon's fate, Paul is confident that brotherly love will carry the day. Verses 1 to 3, Paul's courtesy, salutation. Verses 4 to 7, Paul's compliment, commendation. Verses 8 to 21, Paul's counsel, intercession. Verses 22 to 25, Paul's conclusion, anticipation. Insight. The man who lived up to his name, Philemon 1.11. Onesimus means youthful, which explains Paul's play on words in verse 11. A person who was formerly not of much use to Philemon is now useful to both Philemon and Paul. Greetings from Paul. This letter is from Paul, a prisoner for preaching the good news about Christ Jesus, and from our brother Timothy. I am writing to Philemon, our beloved co-worker, and to our sister Aphia and to our fellow soldier Archippus, and to the church that meets in your house. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Paul's thanksgiving and prayer. I always thank my God when I pray for you, Philemon, because I keep hearing about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people, and I am praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. Your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother, 
for your kindness is often refreshed the hearts of God's people. Paul's appeal for Onesimus. That is why I am boldly asking a favor of you. I could demand it in the name of Christ because it is the right thing for you to do. But because of our love, I prefer simply to ask you. Consider this a request for me, Paul, an old man, and now also a prisoner for the sake of Christ Jesus. I appeal to you to show kindness to my child, Onesimus. I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Onesimus hasn't been of much use to you in the past, but now he is very useful to both of us. I am sending him back to you, and with him comes my own heart. I wanted to keep him here with me while I am in these chains for preaching the good news, and he would have helped me on your behalf, but I didn't want to do anything without your consent. I wanted you to help because you were willing, not because you were forced. It seems you lost Onesimus for a little while so that you could have him back forever. He is no longer like a slave to you. He is more than a slave, for he is a beloved brother, especially to me. Now he will mean much more to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, write this with my own hand. I will repay it. And I won't mention that you owe me your very soul. Yes, my brother, please do me this favor for the Lord's sake. Give me this encouragement in Christ. I am confident as I write this letter that you will do what I ask and even more. One more thing. Please prepare a guest room for me, for I am hoping that God will answer your prayers and let me return to you soon. Paul's final greetings. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ, Jesus, sends you his greetings. So do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my co-workers. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. My daily walk. Place a check next to each item for which you have received an overdue notice in the past year. Library book. Loan repayment. Charge account. Debt of restitution. Were you puzzled by the last item? Allow the life of Onesimus to demonstrate what restitution is and why it is so important. When the runaway slave was confronted with the claims of Christ and responded in believing faith, many things changed. His sins were forgiven by God. He became a part of the family of God with many new brothers and sisters in Christ, including Paul and Philemon, and he received a whole new motivation for living. But some things did not change. He was still Philemon's servant, and a runaway servant at that. He was still a thief with a debt to repay to his master. There were overdue accounts to settle involving repentance, restitution, and a return to Philemon's authority. Is there an overdue account from your BC before Christ's days? Take a moment to honor the Christ who settled your heavenly debt by settling an earthly one today. Those who profess repentance must practice it. Amen. That's so true and something to always think about. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day and keep up the good work. And God bless. And I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing, peace.